0: This episode of Disney Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Christmas to theater to Disney, parenting and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked Countdown podcasts in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and dreamers of all ages, welcome to the Disney Countdown Show.
1: Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. hello everyone and welcome to the disney countdown show my name is megan also known as the magical millennial on the socials and with me today is my wonderful beautiful co-host the dapper danielle danielle how are you doing today
2: (laughs) girl i'm gonna be i'm gonna be all kinds of honest i am not awake at all i don't know i just well to be fair so right now Something that's not even Disney related. It's not like I went and did like an opening to close over at Epcot and I was walking like crazy miles or anything like that. No, 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 no. no. Instead, I was repainting furniture. So I have this whole set of furniture that I was gifted from my grandma. And I know, I know, I know some of y'all are probably like the ones that are here listening. You're like, oh, no, don't be touching vintage furniture and whatnot. I'm like, no, this furniture has been stored in the mountains of Appalachia in a wow. non-humidity controlled environment. And so we're having to like sand it down and I'm having to like put kills on it to be able to kill any mildew or whatever in it. And then now I'm repainting it and it's making it, it's gorgeous now, but yeah, I have not, it, I, I'm so sore from just doing like that sanding motion. So like those, you're, my shoulders oh, it's are really stiff and my back yeah. is, cause those aren't muscles I typically use. exactly. Um, and so I'm very sore right now, but you know what? I am here. I'm hanging out with you. It's going to be a good day. I still need more caffeine, but we're going to get through it. It's going <laughs> to be great.
1: It's going to be great. It's going to be great. We'll get through it with our with our sore muscles and our, you know, our, our sandy, like crusty hands. <laughs> oh, my God. My, <laughs> it's going to be fine.
2: The- the paint and whatnot. I am not a clean painter. Also, when I do these craft projects or these out of the blue oh, no. projects, so I had yeah. paint all over my hands. So I'm having to like scrub off this weird enamel paint later on and whatnot. And of course, I'm not using gloves. I'm not using what I'm no. supposed to be using. Yeah. Now we just get right into the nitty gritty. Um, get right in there. Except I will yeah. let y'all know I was wearing a mask properly when we were like sanding and stuff. So I don't have any of that debris getting into my lungs or anything like that. But Good. Um. No, I was very messy with the paint. So now my hands like. I feel like I need lotion and, like, oh, yeah, they just just feel gross. (laughs) Uh, all that
1: stuff just making your hands nice and nice and uh, dry and crusty and uh, crackly. It's great. It's yes. great. yes, this, yeah. is, this mm-hmm. is the kind of content that I don't share on the Instagram
2: or the TikTok <laughs> or whatnot. I just share this personally to the Patreon or to the, not even the Patreon family, just to the podcast family. Just so, to listen, the listeners. Yes, thank yes. you, Disney <laughs> Countdown Show listeners. If you're you're listening, uh, thank you so much for being here today. And we are the Disney Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok, Threads, and then Pod disney over on twitter x and then we also uh this episode and whatnot we have a couple episodes that will be posted on youtube however those don't go live until friday um but yes so thank y'all for listening and again i am the dapper danielle on instagram tiktok whatever and then megan is the magical millennial underscore on her socials also and then girl so what's been going on with you i think i messaged you earlier this week also saying how like, oh, yeah. I, don't I don't I don't I, I don't know what it was. It's maybe maybe Mercury was in the microwave again. But I think I, so. I, I just I didn't feel the inspiration these past couple of days to like make content. And I think some of my followers noticed it because I just didn't post for like three days. Well, until the bear incident. But we'll talk about that in the news portion a little bit later. Yeah. Um, and yeah. You kind of felt the same way, too. Right.
1: Oh, my gosh. I was definitely an emotional, emotional Millennial last week, I feel like. It was it was a Friday. I, I had a lot to look forward to in the weekend. We went to Halloween Horror Nights on Saturday, me and my boyfriend, and it was a good time. But Friday, for some reason, I, I, I let the trolls get to me a little bit. The oh. internet was not being super kind, and I just it, it just got to me. It doesn't usually, honestly. I'm able to block it out. I'm able to just ignore it all, and that's that's that. I focus on the positive. But for some reason, I just, I don't know. It was getting to my head a little bit, getting into the feels. And I just had an off night. It was a little bit um, what I call like a, a paraly- paralyzing of feelings. It's kind of like I didn't really know what to do. So mm-hmm. I just kind of shared it and got it out and it was i mean the amount of love and support i received just from posting that and i honestly i i don't mean it to be like i'm i'm begging for attention or anything i just need to talk and there's not really anyone around me to talk about it with so it's nice to just get it out there but everyone was incredibly supportive and very really really nice in responding and so i think it was really helpful seeing all that positivity and In a little bit of a a down day, you know what I mean? Um, So that was really nice. But anyways, it it did turn around over the weekend. I'm happy to say we went to to horror nights, super fun. And then on Sunday, I went to an angel game, which I haven't been to a baseball game in a few years. So that was really cool. Um, I love baseball and uh yeah got some work done so you know what it all turned around i definitely think mercury was in in the microwave um (laughs) for a day or two for me i know that i I know it's like an extended period of time that it's it's there but um it definitely felt like that on friday but everything's fine now we're all good we got stuff to look forward to so but thank you thank you for asking and and checking in too i appreciate that absolutely yes i and uh i don't know i feel like our our
2: our followers and the people that listen and watch our content quite regularly they can tell like if something is off yeah. and yeah. uh so i I appreciate too when everybody just messages being like hey How's it going? You still doing good? Like we'll Mm -hmm. get we'll we'll get those DMs or we'll get those tags on our Instagram stories and whatnot. So thank you again to all y'all that are listening. Or even a a lot of you guys have been resharing what's been going on, even with the countdown show of where you've been listening at. Have you been at work? Maybe you're on the run. Maybe you're um, well. If you're on the run, I mean, you better not be running from anybody of authority or anything like that. But that's not what I meant. I meant like (laughs) if you're out for a run, not on the run. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just to just to clarify,
2: just to clarify, <laughs> just to clarify. Yeah. Um, yeah. But maybe you're just you're at home, you're doing your laundry and you're just hanging out and whatnot. So thank you for tuning in and just being here with us and listening. That is so, so cool. And, you know, y'all, yeah, I, I think you, you guys. guys have been uh, also Don't forget for this, like you guys can DM us. You can also DM us over on the Disney Countdown show and we'll try to get to those messages and whatnot. But Mm -hmm. you also can like leave little reviews and stuff on uh, certain podcast uh, areas and you can leave your comments and whatnot. And that's one way to also get a shout out here on the show. Or uh, who was it? One of our followers in the last episode, I talked about how she was listening to us because she was pulling a Danielle and staying up until 4 a.m. Right. Yep. And yeah. And so that. Mm-hmm. I, I read. And then so she commented in her stories and tagged me and she's like, wait, did did I just get a shout out on the podcast? And I was like, well, yeah, you never know. We might just randomly bring it up in conversation. So, yeah, definitely yeah. reach out, tag us in a, in whatever or mm-hmm. even in, in our countdowns, especially as we talk about like Characters, quotes. Uh, we're going to be talking about food here a little bit later. Maybe when you yes. go and see one of these items in the park and you think, oh, yeah, D- D- Megan or Danielle talked about this on the podcast. Tag us in that in that Instagram story in that post so that way we can see it. And maybe we can talk about it later, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love being tagged in stuff that, you know, people think that I might enjoy and I love sharing on my story. So appreciate all the tags and um yeah and just for for mentioning us so thank you guys and thank you so much for obviously rating and reviewing the show when you listen really really appreciate that that's obviously very helpful and also you know helps us reach everyone that wants to share the disney magic so thank Mm you yeah and then on top of that i am so excited because we have oh my god there's so much going on over on the disney countdown show patreon i cannot wait we have new subscribers or uh, more people added to the patreon family so thank you all for subscribing we have carly jocelyn steve another megan samantha hey. kim and <laughs> rachel welcome you guys thank you so much for being part of the patreon family and i really want to talk about what we did uh last week danielle because it was so much fun yes. and we also have new a, a little nifty gifties for our new patreons too that was made by the dapper danielle and it's so yes. beautiful and it's, in, it's just incredible See, so um uh, they're yeah. the
2: little postcards that i, I yes. kind of talked about how I, we, I made the little uh illustrations of our faces and whatnot just in a specific art style inspired by the 40s and 50s and so the first batch of those and they are exclusive for the patreon family so sadly you do have to be part of the patreon fam they do um the first wave of those have been sent out so make sure you are checking your mailboxes and maybe they uh, just a little a little disney magic postcard is going to be showing up in the mail so keep in, to yes. keep an eye out for those yes
1: yes yes it's ah, oh, it looks so good i'm always so impressed with artists and people who can draw and make amazing art. so um i just i love that danielle That's you're so talented <laughs> you. it looks so good we also have something very, very fun coming up soon. We have exclusive content, a bonus episode, and lots and lots of Disney chats and more more things that we just talk about randomly. A full episode of Deleted Scenes will be dropping for our Patreon fam on Friday, September 29th. So you do have to be a Patreon to hear that episode. It's going to get um, weird. It's going to get weird. We get, again, super unfiltered on some of the Patreon episodes. um, And this one is, like, again, very because they are deleted scenes. So it's going to be funny and um hope y'all can get to hear that one I'm so, nervous yeah, so- about September it
2: Chris is the one that's like putting all this together and he's the one that's gonna be splicing everything so I am kind of nervous about that um, <laughs> it should be it should be good I'm just I forget what I say sometimes especially if these are from a couple episodes ago so chris right. uh for those that don't know chris is the guy behind the scenes that, that kind of edits us and puts us together and whatnot he's also the master of ceremonies for the games as well so chris are you are you there to say hi to everybody real quick
0: i am here to say hi that's what i just want to say i'm sorry i missed you all last week i didn't feel great i don't sound great today okay. but i feel much better so we're gonna get it going. good
1: good we're glad good. to see you're alive I mean, i'm that's good i'm happy
0: to be alive too to be honest with you <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you look great well so thanks for being here today thank you. Yes. you guys um, and then, Danielle, we also did get to chat with everyone on a virtual hang last week as well on the Patreon, which mm-hmm. was just so much fun. I uh, I really enjoyed that. That was great. We got to, to we got just to, to meet each other face to face and talk about our history with Disney and also how people started following us. That was really cool because that's just something you don't really know when – I mean, at least when I'm creating content and everything, I don't really know how people – find me i guess or sometimes it's you like, don't have the opportunity to ask those questions because these are some yeah. things that i wonder too of like when people
2: stop us in the park and whatnot and we're just mm-hmm. like they, sometimes we're in the middle of a queue line and people are just like i love your content i'm like thank you yeah. i can't ask the deep probing questions of okay like, thank where you. are you from when did you start <laughs> listening what made you start becoming a follower or anything like that so that was really cool to be in there and, like, we could sit down. It felt like a safe space and people could, like, talk and chat with us a little bit. And people asked some really great questions. Um, yeah. Some people that were very experienced Disney goers and some people that are just genuine fans of Disney. And mm-hmm. uh, they they're listening to us to plan some of their first trips or even maybe only their first trip to one coast and first trip to the other coast. And they're listening to us and trying to plan their day. That's awesome.
1: I know, I know. That was really cool. I, we had a few people. I think there was uh someone who had only been at Disney World one time and was planning a trip. I think over Thanksgiving, was um one of the one of the conversations that we had yes. and how that could be um a tough schedule for for that trip, but it can still be a lot of fun. Obviously, it's you know over the holidays, so. Um, And then I I went on a full on rant about Oogie Boogie Bash and how to make the most out of your time there. So that was cool. Which is (laughs) is good because I I have my
2: really long rant on for the candy aspect of it. That's like seven minutes long over on TikTok. So like I get that. (laughs)
1: That's right. (laughs) I saw that. So it was just your version of it for the Patreon family. Uh, yes, just an extended version. That's right. Um, but yes, if you guys want to join in, we are going to ha- be doing another one in uh, the next few weeks. If you want to join in on the virtual hang, go ahead and click the Patreon link in the episode notes or you can just search for Disney Countdown on Patreon.com and we would love to have you because it's so much fun. Yeah. Or just to hear a yeah. random
2: or talk about random, random Disney things in the middle of the podcast that you probably don't care about. But I'm going to tell you anyway that <laughs> those things get really random over there
1: sometimes. So, yes, they do. Yes, they do. But yes. honestly, those are some of the best conversations, I think. <laughs> yes. It can be fun. Yeah. Oh, for sure. OK, but Danielle, I think we need to talk about this because something happened yesterday. This would be a week uh, when this episode airs. It'll be a week from the day. Uh, there was some wildlife, some actual real wildlife and not a bird and not bugs, but (laughs) another mammal that made its way into Magic Kingdom. Would you like to talk about that a little bit? definitely
2: talk about that so on monday the 18th um in the very early early morning hours and this is so y'all i don't even know if really anybody's really shared this information on the news or anything like that this is some of this is going to be what i can share from the cast members that were there in the morning and whatnot uh but in the very early morning hours when some of the uh cast members were walking the area because this is before park open you have the coordinator and maybe one or two other cast members you will walk out and do like a show check, right? So you're checking to make mm-hmm. sure everything's up, make sure the barricades are up for like um, like uh, stanchions and whatnot, make sure the ropes are down, make sure everything's all clean and put away, that all backstage cars are backstage because we'll, they can drive cars on stage also uh, to make sure mm-hmm. like see what's going on and the, like to do maintenance and power wash everything. So they had to make sure all those are backstage. Well, I believe it was our friends that actually work the train in the very early morning hours. uh, They were out there, and they walked the train track to make sure there's no major debris so they can bring the train in, and it's not going to get caught on anything. And the cast Mm -hmm. members that were walking the track saw this Florida black bear um, hanging out on the tracks and crossing on over and I th- I think the number one question I got in my content was people asking, like, how did it get there? Um, mm-hmm. y'all Florida black bears go wherever the heck they want to. Okay. They um and the area <laughs> behind Magic Kingdom, it does have there is like a fence. There is a fence area, but there's also yep. a natural canal. A little w- water runoff area and whatnot. It's it's swampland over there. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he just he just took his time and just went wading on through the swampland and got himself on the tracks and is hanging out over there. Wow. And I... Yeah. Yeah. So That's this so was crazy. happening shortly before park opened. So we assume like around 8 a.m., 8.30 is when the call was being made to saying like, hey, we got a bear over here. Um... <laughs> I don't have a radio code for this is basically what was happening. And uh <laughs> suppose th- like th- what where the bear went is kind of all over the place. But they had to close down from Frontierland all the way over to Haunted Mansion. So pirates, every anything in Frontierland, anything in Liberty Square and Adventureland was shut off. Yes. Right. Yeah. And, Left side of the park closed. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. And the park did that side of the park did not reopen until almost 1240 in the afternoon.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. I thought I see. I I totally thought it was later. I thought that they like kept it at least till middle of the afternoon. So that's not terrible. Like, it's not terrible. But still, it was it was the
2: middle of the day point where so many people were planning on rope dropping like that side of the park that it bogged down all of Fantasyland and Tomorrowland because that's Mm -hmm. how the attractions are over in the section that was closed right yeah yeah so pirates wasn't open all that other good stuff so mm-hmm. people were so frustrated and there was no communication being made until like people thought it was a power outage and we're like no it's definitely not a power outage cuz that does not usually affect magic kingdom if if, if a power outage is going to affect a park it's going to be hollywood studios that's just how mm. it happens don't know why but Um, So we knew it was something more intense. It could have been like a water main or a sewage break or something like that. And then to hear it was a bear makes it even funnier. But they had to close off such a large perimeter because the bear kept moving.
1: Yeah, that's what I heard. Someone said that it actually
2: swam across the Little River America to Tom Sawyer's Island and was like up in a tree at one point. And then Mm -hmm. it came back down, and then it was traveling around the train track area, and it was caught eventually in the very back of the park side of the train tracks, almost close to where the cast members enter the Utilidors.
1: Mm, Okay. Which would have been
2: hilarious. I'm not saying it would have been good, but it would have been hilarious if the bear just wandered on into the Utilidors, hanging out in the bottom of the Magic Kingdom. That would have been hilarious.
1: (laughs) It would have been, uh, it would have been a shock. I think. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, if it managed to just go and hang out down there, whew. Yes, and, it would have been a little scary. I know they're and, not like insanely aggressive, at least from what I've heard. But when you see a bear, he's not hungry. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I right. think seeing a bear anywhere where it's not in some sort of um enclosure would be really, really <laughs> terrifying. Right. Well, and I. And the other, I think the other thing that
2: they were having a hard time with is that they had to be able to catch it and then also identify the gender of it. And so mm. it was a male, uh, okay. from what we understand. And if it was a female, though, they were under the assumption that there would be cubs somewhere. So that's yeah. what they were most worried about is that they had to catch it and they had to check and see, is, is it a female or a male? Uh, and then if it was a female, they would have to start looking in the area to see where the cubs were left is what they were most worried about
1: okay okay but once mm-hmm. they figured out it was a male it was like ah we're fine it's just this bear we're good
2: <laughs> okay he's just okay he's just going rogue he's just wandering around by himself seeing what <laughs> the trouble he can get into he smelled churros and he was after a churro and I think he was it, it was yes. if you're a cast member and you're listening to this podcast right now let me just say i appreciate y'all and how many bear memes i have been sent of like <laughs> This crazy Photoshop job of this bear doing a ton of different things around Magic Kingdom, whether it be like eating a churro or like riding Haunted Mansion and whatnot. I have loved all of these memes and I have been just dying laughing. So it was it was hilarious. But uh, I don't know if you saw my video, Megan, where I, I announced I was like, I told you so. I you said this it. was going to happen. Yep. Yep. Oh, I, I, mean, s-
1: I saw that. Yep.
2: I didn't picture it was going to be a bear. I thought it was going to be like a Florida bobcat, honestly. I didn't think it was going to be like something so big. Um, (laughs) But yes, I guess uh, leading up to it, there was a bear in around the homes that are behind Magic Kingdom. Oh, so it was already hanging out in that area. It was already hanging out in that area. And Mm. uh, I think there was also one that was supposedly spotted. Oh, gosh somewhere near the golf course area so he was probably heading around the golf courses because the golf courses are actually a wildlife preserve in some areas Mm, Um, okay so that's usually where the florida bobcats hang out we do have bobcats here on walt disney world property we just leave them alone as long as they don't get close to guests and whatnot um and uh, we we leave them be we have we, we have coyotes we have all these different things too and i think the number one question was people didn't realize that we had
1: bears here in florida I didn't know. I had no idea. Not a clue. We got we got <laughs> bears. We, got, we, got, we bears. got many,
2: many fuzzy boys that will uh attack and bite your face off. Um yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean Florida has nearly everything else under the sun, so why would you not have bears? Exactly. <laughs> we got bears, we got Florida
2: Panthers. Gators. Well those are they're farther mm-hmm. south. We got gators, we even have crocodiles in South Florida. Um Oh my we, god, there's two there's both of them. Both we of got the face. We got the oh rounded nose boys and the pointy nose boys. Oh my gosh! yes wow. But those are closer
1: to like Miami and South Florida. Okay, okay, good to yeah. know. <laughs> so if you just travel up and down Florida, you're bound to see both. No, I'm just. Kidding. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're you're bound to see both, and you
2: we have a mixture of natives, and we also have a mixture of invasive species. So
1: fun, fun times. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I can go and into a whole about the
2: bugs and the snakes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, don't even get me started on the bugs. I taught I taught somebody about the gator tick here recently, and she about lost her mind.
1: Uh, yeah. I have. I the only time I ever saw a gator in Florida, I had been talking to someone, being like, I've never seen a gator live in Florida. I've been to Florida many times. I've never seen one. And then I was going back, uh, into the Orlando terminal on the little tram thing that takes you across. And there was one just floating down that waterway that you that you go right over. Yes! I saw him just like floating right down. Like, oh, there's one. <laughs> there's
2: a couple that live in Found the it. Orlando International Airport uh, catchment ponds over there. There's a couple. So yeah, um, mm-hmm. there. That's so funny. And uh, I, it, I, for those that are listening, if you want a random gator fact in the middle of the night that you probably don't care, or in the middle of the podcast, um, if if it's <laughs> nighttime and you're looking at a body of water, you just take a flashlight. And you shine it over the top of the water. And if you see two dots glowing red, those are gators looking at you. So gators' mm. eyes glow red when you flash a, a light in their eyes. And they're just like two little red dots just peering above the water. It's so creepy.
1: <laughs> as, if, as if they couldn't be more terrifying. Oh, exactly. That's, that's something that happens. <laughs> so, yes, the bear's awesome. been taken care of.
2: He, was, uh, he wasn't he was killed or anything like that. He was just... dead uh, um, Good. Little dirt to the butt and took a nap and then he's been transported uh away to somewhere else where he can hang out.
1: Okay, good. Good. Well I'm glad he is okay and I'm glad everyone else is okay. Uh well done to the cast Members and probably Animal Rescue for taking care of that situation. Yes. Um yeah. So and shout out to and our relations to and ticketing patient. cast that had to deal with that also that day and trying to I, like th- I was gonna explain. Say, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Without like uh, anybody like panicking i know that they probably they had to wait probably to get any sort of you know information out or just explain that hi well, we have a bear in the park
2: right and that, that was the other thing <laughs> too, did, did they that like, even say when it right people away people found out that it was a bear and the cast members are just like uh that you would have a guest i can only imagine these conversations but you have a guest come over and just be like well i want to head towards big thunder mountain well sir there is a bear spotted over in that area well can't you just like keep him behind the ropes sir (laughs) this is a wild animal it's not an animatronic and like i can only imagine those conversations (laughs) that happened the other day in the park that would be hilarious and i'm so sorry to our guest relations and our ticketing cast and anybody that was dealing with those situations i heard they even they were so shorthanded on uh gr cast that they pulled uh guest relations cast members from epcot to come and assist with the line over in magic kingdom because people were like demanding refunds on their tickets or like whatever they opened oh, up park God. hopping earlier and whatnot too it was it was a hot mess but they they survived again there is no training in the disney operational guide of what to do when a bear closes down half of the park
1: <laughs> yeah because i i i can't remember if there, there's ever been a time where that's happened i i don't think it's happened in land or ever
2: 2010 Um, we had a bear situation over at fort wilderness campground but that was kind of it they never got to the
1: part where it's like in the park in the park yeah okay Mm -hmm. wow well yeah thank you to everyone again for handling that situation um, as best as possible and i think i honestly a couple hours is not that bad for it to just be handled. So I'm impressed. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, besides a bear
2: over here at Disney World, do you got yeah. anything else going on over there, Megan? <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, we've got quite a few things. We have a whole new store opening. We'll talk about that more in the in our news segment. And we also have on Rivers of America, we have kind of a, a bit of a little replacement show for phantasmic We have with the opening of Tiana's Palace, which just happened a few weeks ago and we're obviously so excited about that. We have Queenie and the Jambalaya Jazz Band, and they are playing their amazing jazz music on a lovely uh float that goes across the Rivers of America, similar to like what the princesses did during uh during phantasmic and uh wow. i've actually i've seen them quite a few times they are only they only play on weekends but i've seen them a few times and they are absolutely amazing the colors are just beautiful on this float and um in between their set starting september 29th we are going to have um a limited time experience which is a paying tribute to the spirit of new orleans and it's going to be i believe it's going to be on the stage and they're going to have colorful projections and a jazz score um all over the rivers of america so uh, oh. that'll be really cool it's going to tell tell the tale of a mischievous little frog from the bayou that leaps into the lively city of new orleans when he is lured by the jazzy sounds he hears in the distance so it's going to be a little bit of a princess and the frog feel i feel like um interesting and, yeah, so we'll have a lot of jazz going on in New Orleans Square over there. So I feel like what they're doing is is
2: that they're – because half of the fantastic over there is the water projections and whatnot. Yes. That is yeah. not what was damaged at all during uh, the Murphy barbecued lizard incident. So I <laughs> feel like that they're like, okay, they're like, we have these – these giant projector screens we might as well go Mm -hmm. ahead and use them and so i assume that the band will probably be floating around on Mm -hmm. down the river playing their sets and then in between they're gonna pop up and do this little animation segment and music segment which is pretty cool i think that's a smart use of it i mean if 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 it's just sitting there might as well use it
1: yeah, I mean the the only use it was getting before that, and it's still getting used now is for for our fireworks shows with Halloween screams. They do project ah. those on the rivers of America, and I, they probably will do that for the holidays as well. So they get a little bit of use, but again, it's only uh, at night one time. So it's kind of nice to have it go a little bit in between and have a more of a show specifically on the rivers of America. I'm excited for it. That's good. I mean, it looks pretty we'll, cute. We'll, yeah. Again, what we said in the last episode, we'll take what we can get at this point. <laughs> That's right. That's right.
2: (laughs) Well, I say we go ahead and jump into some Disney news and talk about some, a couple other things that are happening around the Disney world and the Disneyland. Let's do it. We interrupt our program to bring you this Disney
1: news. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. So, uh, that was awesome.
2: <laughs> um, what, one of the first things is, okay, so we have here in Walt Disney World, there is the Swan and Dolphin re- Resort. I don't know if, Megan, if you've ever, they're the really big ones I've, over there behind Epcot. I've stayed at both. Mm-hmm. You have stayed at both. I love them. Okay. I have, yes. yes. Well, they are doing their yeah. own little thing. They do this. I believe this is not something new. This is something that they do like every year, and it only lasts for about two days. And it mm-hmm. is their version of food and wine classic menu. So they have like little, like a little kind of setup and whatnot that happens over there. Mm-hmm. It, it it happens on November tenth and November eleventh of this year. And mm-hmm. yes, it's called the Swan and Dolphin Food and Wine Classic, which is very fitting because it is happening at at the very end of the food and wine festival here at Walt Disney World, before we segue into uh, holidays. But mm-hmm. uh, the festival will showcase over 20 items of festival-exclusive pop-ups and resident restaurants, which are inside these hotels and whatnot. And it's going to feature a little bit of everything from Mexican, Italian, sushi, steak, seafood, barbecue, all the above. And, however, this is a separate little ticketed event. Um, I have not looked to see how much the tickets are. Let me see if I can pull that up and get some info but a lot of this is available over on their
1: website mm-hmm. yes yes because they are not technically walt disney world or disney hotels right they are yes they're like a um sister kind of thing yeah which
2: they Which, fun fact, I actually have a whole history video that I've recorded and I have yet to put up on uh, YouTube because I'm such a bad, like, YouTube person. But uh, Swan and Dolphin (laughs) Resort has a very unique history to the building of Epcot and, like, the the very first convention hotels on Disney World property. Um, But with all that said, uh, this is actually – okay, so this is actually a little bit more expensive than I thought it was going to be – the event is open to the general public. So regardless of where you're staying, you can still purchase a casual uh a Causeway event ticket. And it's one hundred and eighty five dollars per person. Cool.
1: Sheesh. OK, that, that, that's kind of well, what, what I, I thought. Than, but I mean, more than, than two a days. Sip and saber pass for sure.
2: I I believe this ticket is all inclusive. So it's including November 10th and 11th. So it's both days. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then it makes it seem like it includes also some of the seminars. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm double checking.
1: Hmm.
2: Oh, no, it does not. Some of the seminars are actually completely separate. I'm glad I double checked that. Some of them vary in price point and whatnot. If you want like the VIP champagne and dessert party or all this other stuff. But they, they are going all out for food. And if you're interested yeah. in any of this, it does have its own separate website. If you want to look into it, maybe you're staying over at that resort or you're over on that side of property. It is swanandolphinfoodandwineclassic.com And you can see pictures of it. They are going to be taking over the entire outside of these resorts and up and down the causeway. Uh, so it'll
1: be, it'll be very interesting. We'll see what actually happens. The food looks really, really good. I'm reading through the menus right now, and it does look very you know glamorous and um like it's it's top-notch food so i mean if i had that much <laughs> then i would try and join if, it cause... if you were
2: the ultimate foodie and you are just looking for something different that's not epcot's food and wine festival like i'd be like sure like go for it you
1: you live that best life <laughs> right absolutely yes 100 percent. i support yeah nice all right. And then uh, speaking of food, I just saw, Danielle, we got the the Halloween food list for Walt Disney World. Finally. You have Finally. one, too. <laughs> well, and I feel like it, a couple
2: episodes <laughs> ago, we did talk about some Disney World foods. And I think half of our list was actually outdated from last year's because there's a lot of things on this list that are pretty brand new that I'm honestly shocked by. And uh, let's see. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm looking through some of these right now. And this is breaking it down by resort. So, again, a lot of these things, when in the, in the other episode, we were talking about the Halloween foods for Disney World. A lot of our food does not arrive to the resorts or to the other parks besides Magic Kingdom until October 1st. Yeah. So, yeah. a lot of these foods are going to be very, very exclusive. in each of the resorts, I love that. Okay. Side note. Again, a lot of the resorts for the longest time were not able to, like, do their own exclusive food items or weren't – didn't have the flexibility financially from head chefs and Disney corporate to be able to, like, create certain things. And it seems like this year they're finally like, okay, no, there is a demand for it. Head chefs create what you want to create. Um. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And, like, there is a, oh gosh, what is this one? This one's so funny. At the Beach Club Resort, there is a Captain Hook cookie. It looks like in the picture, in the weirdest way, it looks like a red taco. With like yes, <laughs> with like whip like whipped whip cream, which is supposed to be his little ruffles on his sleeves, and yes. then they gave it a pointy Captain Hook mustache out of chocolate, and it is so funny. Yeah, let me see. It is a it's hilarious. Oh gosh, it is vanilla with uh with strawberry jam, peanut butter ganache, buttercream, and chocolate decor. Is the Captain Hook cookie? I'm adding this to my list. I need to try it just because it's so funny looking.
1: It's, <laughs> it looks like like a Choco Taco but it's red and has yes. got some milk cream on top and it, it definitely it's got a little hook on the side which is hilarious I yes. think it's so cute I honestly you're I feel like so we have the treats that last obviously from September to October and there's quite a lot of them in the parks right you guys have these intricate, like very, very detailed treats that come up just for a month and they are mostly at the resorts instead of the parks. Yeah. But they're they're so cute. Like I'm looking at this, like these eclair you've got a Mike Wazowski little cake pop, um, poison apple things. There's a whole stitch cake. Uh this one from Disney's Riviera is a chocolate cherry coffin. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the excuse me, Wilderness Lodge the haunted forest apple Mm -hmm. mousse which literally looks like it's a it's wood circle going uh, in a circle with a little poison apple on top it's so cute um it's got cookies and cream mousse and sour apple mousse oh my gosh it just everything looks looks too like delectable so yeah that's that's pretty cool i know hollywood studios does get in the spirit too i think that's the park that has the most amount of treats correct me if i'm wrong um yeah, Hollywood yeah. Studios does have a lot of good treats, which is really cool. Uh-huh.
2: And now, again, a lot all these treats do not start until October 1st, and they will be going away on October 31st. So bear that yeah. in mind, if you're planning, thinking that you're going to be able to show up on November 1st and be able to get these things, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, They're they gone. they already gone at that point. So uh, make sure you are yep. planning accordingly. If you want to get any of these things and um, I don't I, I'm looking for one other. OK, there's one other treat on here that I'll talk about. You actually mentioned it that uh, Mike Wazowski, uh cake pop, y'all. It's not we're not talking a Starbucks cake pop. OK, this is a <laughs> big hunk of round little round cake. OK, it is it is a lot uh, um and it's gonna be a confetti call- cake yeah uh and it's gonna be covered in green chocolate so I might, i'm gonna add that to my list also and yeah. probably the not so poison apple chocolate cauldron filled with apple spice cake and apple filling and caramel buttercream topped with an apple mousse that
1: that's also like a looks lot, amazing it's just this ugh <sighs> the shiny red apple on top of a cauldron that's like leaking over like this stuff is so crazy. I don't we would never. (laughs) Grand Californian maybe but not not in the parks. (laughs) So
2: interesting. And you see again okay so now I'm we're gonna be doing a flip of the switch and I'm gonna have to go do some food reviews instead of Megan this time. I'll be having to go and do some of these. So I'll I'll keep y'all posted once we get closer to October 1st.
1: Oh, that's that's awesome! I'm happy for you guys. It's like awesome. yay! You get to the culinary creations are coming for the uh, the spooky season, and hopefully a little bit for the holidays too. I lo- also Ooh. I just want to say this Scar cupcake, which is going to be at Pizza Safari and Animal Kingdom, looks it, it just it looks amazing. I, it <laughs> might not taste amazing. It's a red velvet cupcake. I mean, how can you go wrong? But it's got Scar on it, and I think that's so cool. <laughs> well, he's one of my favorite villains. You know.
2: And that's the other thing, too, is that, like, it, we do a really good job of making stuff look really pretty, but does mm-hmm. it taste good? And hopefully I will let y'all good? know here very soon once we get all those goodies in, and I'll be making my list of all the treats I need to go
1: try, and I'll be giving you all my food reviews. So we'll see. <laughs> that is – that's the main question for um Florida treats. Yes. Agreed. Yes. <laughs> does it taste good? <laughs> does it taste good? Now – I will say that Mr. Toad little tart looked good, but, boy, what did that receive – you know, a lot of bad reviews.
2: <laughs> a lot of bad reviews. a lot of the fiftieth food was not good. So that, I, know, I know. Again, we will we believe it when we see it and we will go try it and actually see if it's good or not. So I'll let i y- I'll let y'all know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> now, Megan, we have yeah. some we finally have some info on story living,
1: which Yes, Gotino. Is coming yeah. over to y'all's Coast. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, super, super exciting. I have been by the plot of land that they have purchased and they're going to build on, and it's ginormous Isn't over it? in Rancho Mirage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty big. Uh, they have so the initial plans um, for the first quote unquote chapter, because again, this is story living by Disney community. So it's going to be a lot about storytelling. And it includes more than 300. Yeah. I don't ahead. know. This is actual like houses. Being
2: built. Yeah, this is this
1: Disney. is a full exactly. This is a community. This is people living there in Rancho Mirage. Correct. Uh huh. Yes, and it's going to have more than three hundred homes and a collection of community parks set in uh, the Coachella Valley. Um, my boyfriend currently lives there, so I'm out there quite a bit these days. Uh-huh. And uh, it, I mean the the ups the um, the drawings, and everything. The initial plans look really cool. It's going to have um, like uh, we've got yeah okay we got turquoise waters so there's a promenade views cotina bay which will feature the clearest turquoise waters from crystal with crystal lagoon's technology um we have i mean obviously the homes are going to be re- beautiful as we've we've seen yes. from neighborhoods over there they are disney's pretty good at building homes um and there's just i mean there's places to for there's gonna be a dog park there's so many things that you would want in in a community that Disney will be building here. Um so and yeah, something I find so interesting about this so they are hiring
2: uh, on the Disney careers website or they were, I don't know if they're still available, but they were hiring for like the uh the retail the not the retail but the um oh, what's the word I'm looking for uh the people that sell the houses and do like some of the marketing managing and stuff like that. Um not realtors. But- yeah, realtors, yeah. realtors, not retail, yeah. mm-hmm. realtors, thank you, as I was having a blonde moment there for a second. I got you. Uh, but the, the, not really realtors, but they were hiring for some of those roles because they are getting yeah. ready for some of the marketing and some of the financial stuff that's going to be happening for this. And as I'm looking here at the Story by Disney Living website, it does say, so the Disney touch is at the heart of it all. These communities are envisioned as enriching uh, and conceived in a simple notion to bring people together together. And it is managed by Disney cast members. So it's not like Disney's building something and then saying, peace out, Girl Scout. Disney is actually going to be managing it and it's going to be operated and run by Disney cast members.
1: So they will have their little cast member name tags. Yes. yes. They're um, going to okay. have their own specially.
2: Okay. It looks very similar to the cast member name tags. I'm seeing a picture of one of them right now. It is. Mm-hmm. It looks like a cast member name tag. It's just the coloration's a little bit different to say it is part of story living. But I assume if you're going to be over here and you want to be a Disney cast member and you want to get those Disney cast member benefits, maybe as this location starts opening, maybe start looking into what kind of opportunities are going to become available.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fully agree. It's going to be really interesting to have a huge Disney presence in another place in Southern California. I think that's mm-hmm. going to be pretty cool. I I know that they also do have, since the Coachella Valley and since, I guess, the Palm Springs and Palm Desert areas are known for being a, a fairly big uh, retirement community, they are also going to have an area dedicated to adults 55 and over known as the Long Table Park Residences. So there will be kind of that wow. retirement area feel. Um, and because this was what drew Walt to the Coachella Valley in the first place. And, um, so yeah, it's gonna be like a nice little place to relax. and um, it just, I don't know, it, it looks cool. cool.
2: and it's exciting. The website also says something about like they're looking for other communities across the United States also. So I, I think this is kind of I could see Disney starting this as like the test. And then seeing where else they can start like having little pockets in and whatnot. So I think that'll be yes. kinda interesting.
1: It will be. And I can see that that this is so it's it's a new story being written here and I can see this being the first quote unquote again chapter and then multiple chapters coming after that in different cities throughout the country. Oh, yeah. So that could be in the plans also. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, very cool. Okay, Disney. Building we more homes. You. <laughs> we see you. <laughs> Uh, And then another thing over here, just real quick, we do have um, some news from California Adventure, and I was able to go to the opening yesterday of the Avengers Vault in Avengers Campus. This is a brand new store, yes, that now has a place in the building, the big Quinjet building right on campus. So all the merch will no longer be in what was the Superstore over on Hollywood Boulevard. This is now a store in the actual campus itself in that building. So you can actually go inside now rather than it just kind of, standing there and being a little prop for shows and stuff okay (laughs) but um yeah (laughs) maybe and maybe we'll get an attraction that's apparently part of the plans now according to Destiny's D23 again we'll believe it when we see it (laughs) (laughs) we will that's right and we don't even know where it's gonna go it's just we know it's coming somewhere (laughs) um and um it's I went into it yesterday it's it's a lot smaller obviously than the superstore because that was technically a soundstage so this is a definitely more of a gift shop feel um they do have a lot of the merch that was in the Superstore from all your favorite Avengers. And they also have included the gauntlets that I think... I don't know if they were sold over in World. That's what I've heard through the Grapevine. But they do have the Iron mm-hmm. Man, the Thanos gauntlet, and then as well as all of the Infinity Stones and Loki's staff uh, mm. that's being sold. It's like on display over in one corner. And then they have all the helmets from like Black Panther, Iron Man. They have a Spider-Man helmet and they have Tony's little... Um, uh, I call it a chess piece, but that's not what it is. It's his arc reactor also mm. being sold that says proof that Tony Stark has a heart. Um, so lots of cool things that have been placed there. It looks really good. It's kind of nice that, again, there is an actual store with a, lo- a nice little, like, moniker that's up and says Avengers Vault. Um, but, uh, yeah. So that's that's now open at DCA if you want to go take a look. it's uh, There's not too much that's brand new, but... There's some cool stuff in there. Hey, so, yeah, I, that's the news we, from DC. We complained that it only had one gift
2: shop for the entire land, right? So it's it's yes good to, that over has by everything else now.
1: Yeah. Yes, exactly. We have an actual shop within the campus. Exactly. You had to walk all the way over back to Monsters Inc. to go and see the actual merch, which didn't make any sense. So that you're absolutely right. The fact that everything's now together in the campus is a lot more, you know, consistent. Makes sense. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So good job, Disney.
2: (laughs) Well, speaking of shopping and doing other stuff, I know we were literally just talking about Halloween and we were talking about Halloween snacks. Um, For those that do not love Halloween as much as some of us, y'all, Christmas is officially here uh, because the (laughs) holiday section, actually, so ShopDisney.com, right? They start Mm -hmm. bringing up the it's called uh, like they call it the holiday shop i think it's what they call it on shopdisney.com, and on yes. the homestead section so you can actually click it and it has a little section they've started dropping this year's like some key items from this year's uh holiday collection and we can kind of see mm-hmm. what the theme is going to be um If you open this up all the way, so like some of the – oh, what is it? The family pajama sets are now live. They have Mm -hmm. this year's Christmas train, which I know a lot of people do collect. That is already up and is available available for pre-order, actually, because they know it's so popular. Um, Yep. One of the Christmas countdown little pieces are up. And I'm Mm -hmm. actually – okay, if you look at the theming of this year, it is very – it's giving very like 60s and 50s animation style Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. And yeah, it, it's actually contains a lot of like pastel pinks and blues too, along with the classic greens and reds. And mm-hmm. I'm obsessed because all of my Christmas decor is the pastels. It, it, I have a pastel like 60s, uh, vintage, retro Christmas. And I'm
1: so excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh danielle's in trouble she's gonna need the whole collection i've already
2: already (laughs) added one thing to my uh my cart right now and it's like this giant blanket that's way too expensive that i would never buy but i love oh it has oh gosh it has genie on it it has simba on it chip and dale cheshire cat and dumbo tinkerbell and like you wouldn't expect these together but when you look at it i'm like I kind of love it in a weird way, so I don't know. I more to come, but this is just to say that yes, the holidays are officially sneaking up on us. As soon as October first starts, y'all, like we've already said, that Halloween is here, right? No, no, no. So October first, Happy Hollow Thanksgiving, y'all. We are in full sprinting <laughs> mode through the holiday season. Let's go.
1: We gotta get re- just on top of our holiday merch this year, like way ahead ha- ahead in advance. Um, <laughs> well, this is I actually get it. I get it.
2: Kind of on brand of when they start dropping like these key items, like the pajamas. It's and like some okay. of the countdown stuff, right? They they usually do that. Absolutely. But come That's October fifteenth, I believe some of the stores will start dropping the full Christmas collection.
1: Okay. Okay. So
2: fifteenth, we're like. Uh, that were that's what's happened in previous years. I could be totally wrong, but just be aware that in the middle of October, stuff could slowly be creeping in, and you'll start hearing Mariah Carey slowly emerging from the 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 depths of like all I want for Christmas is me. You're gonna start
1: hearing that off in the distance. It's gonna be it's gonna be very <laughs> intense. <laughs> Off in the distance. Like, she's creeping up on us. It's, like, echoing, and then she slowly gets closer and closer.
2: (laughs) Have you seen those TikToks? Little bells. At all? Like the uh, oh yeah oh yeah of of, like keep her back like people taking like war movies and whatnot and putting like this creepy audio of mariah carey over top of it and whatnot just be like hold her back and whatnot it's so funny (laughs) that's what i picture is happening as as the disney christmas merch slowly emerges into the stores and whatnot that's what i picture
1: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. When they're still also Halloween merch at the same time, yeah, exactly. Yep, yes. indeed. I gotta say though, the pajama sets, which I'm always obsessed with every single year, they are green this year, and um, that's my favorite color. So I, I probably will be getting at least the pants. Um, those are my favorite. I get it every single year. Yep. Oh, I love. <sighs> good times. Can't stay away. All right. No. <laughs>
2: Well I think it is time to move on to a game. Chris, are you still I
0: there? Think so I am still here but let's start it off the right way All right it's time again to test your Disney knowledge with a brand new game that we're calling with a little help from my friends and I didn't do the audio drop there which I feel like is a disappointment for people so maybe I'll do it in post-production and put it here) <laughs> The problem is I just don't know if the Beatles are going to come after me or something. I don't want them to like pull the episode down because I used a fraction of a second from a song of theirs. I uh, got gotcha. <laughs> yeah. uh, What makes this game special is that you're going to be giving each other clues to get to the right answers, so you'll be working together. Here's how it works. I separately shared with you both some well-known Disney-related stuff broken down into categories. I'll ask you three questions about those things, and your answer will serve as the clues to help the other person guess the things that I've given you. Keep in mind, though, the answers do not need to be correct, as long as the answers help the other person get on to the subject of which we're talking about. And just to keep it from being too easy, your answers cannot be anything Disney-related. So you, if you had Frozen, you couldn't say that you have a ride based on you in Norway at the Norway Pavilion. That would be cheating. Okay. It's too simple.
2: Oh, really? Okay. So you're, you're trying to yeah. make it really
0: hard on Non-Disney-related that. answers only. And uh, like most of these games, if you don't understand it, you'll get it after the first one. We'll start with Megan... After you answer the three questions, we'll turn it over to Danielle to see if she can guess correctly based on your answers. And if you're not able to come up with the correct answer, I'll give you all three of the actual correct answers, and we'll see if that helps. And either way, at the end, I'll give you the correct answers for each round, just for fun, I guess. All right, so this, this is for Megan. This actor was the, in the original cast of what production?
1: Um, Book of Mormon.
0: Okay. Now, remember, these, these may be right, but these may also not be right as well. Next question: During the pandemic, this actor started a YouTube series in which they did what?
1: Um, recreated. Oh no, I can't say that. Um, just s- sang songs with other with other celebrities.
0: In the final question, they almost gave up acting to go into what non-entertainment related profession? Um. <laughs> These are very hard, so I, I, I'm i not expecting you to get them right.
1: Food critic.
0: Food critic is an interesting answer. <laughs> it's not right at all. <laughs> I'm not going to give you the buzzer for not being right, but I oh, no. it's probably not right. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. So, Danielle, what do you think? Based on those three clues, who are we talking about?
2: I think we're talking about Josh Gad.
0: That's amazing.
2: Let's go. <laughs> it's amazing. Yay! Yeah. Nice, Danielle. I'm shocked I knew that. I, honestly, I do not Did Book know of Mormon actors. Because
1: I know that. I, I knew that. That was my it. only okay. clue to be able to figure okay. this out. I'm like,
2: okay, there's only so many people that I know that were in Book of Mormon and whatnot, the musicals. So, yes. Very Yay. good. Movie. Very good.
0: Uh, during the pandemic, he started a YouTube series where he reunited the cast of popular movies like Back to the Future, Ferris Bueller, Lord of the Rings, and uh, some other ones.
1: That's right. That's right. Mm. Okay. I was about to say he recreated, like... The movies, but
0: I and he almost went into okay, law as well, well.
1: And the uh,
2: I remember the Olaf shorts <clears throat> that are on uh Disney Plus, those were recreated, those were he recorded those in his house during the pandemic. So, like, um, those that's what I thought of originally.
0: <laughs> All right, so now I'm gonna ask Danielle yep, some yep. questions. This is still the actors category. What is this actor's birth name?
2: Oh gosh, um, Ed.
0: Okay. This actor was famously part of what hugely successful super group? These are really hard questions. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, you're the one that doesn't know actors at all. (laughs) Um, Oh, gosh. The dad gums.
0: Well, uh, I see what you're doing.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you see what I'm doing?
0: And where is this actor originally from? Texas. Texas. All right, so based on those three clues, Megan, what do you think? Who do you think we're talking about?
1: First person that came to mind was Larry the Cable Guy. Wow, you guys are. <laughs> Did I get it? Yes. <laughs> That's where I was like, okay,
2: none of those answers are correct. I have no <laughs> genuine idea anything about this man. Okay, I just know, Dad gum is the one catchphrase, and yes. like he's, I love, I love his, I love his accent, I love his character as like a comedian and whatnot. I don't know anything else about this person whatsoever, so I don't even know don't his either. real name. So Chris tell me please. His
0: uh his real name is Daniel Whitney. He was part of the Whoa. blue collar comedy tour and he's originally from That's Pawnee right. City, Nebraska.
2: Pawnee. Yes. Okay, y'all, wow. I'm sorry. If you're big fans of Larry the Cable Guy, I I'm sorry, but I just know him for his character portrayals, not him as an
1: actual actor. <laughs> It was your second clue that, that that helped me out. So great job there. Good. Good. The dad good. Gums. <laughs> That's exactly
0: how the game is played for sure. So let's move on well to done. our next category. This is gonna be movies. I'm gonna ask Megan. Who was the main human character, Mary Gibbs, voiced by?
1: Oh wow. Oh um. <laughs> It's tough. I don't know. Uh Ashley Exstein? Is that her name? The voice is Ahsoka?
0: Could be. Next question. It's not not, that sorry. This movie was conceived during a lunch break in what year?
1: 1999.
0: And finally, what comedian was eager to take on one of the lead roles due to his regret in turning down the role of Buzz Lightyear?
1: A comedian. Um... Got a deep voice. Oh. Not necessarily a deep then. voice. Not, not true. Not necessarily. Um. R.I.P. Robin Williams.
0: Robin Williams. Okay. So based on that, what movie do you think we're talking about?
1: I don't know because <laughs> that was I'm that's like, his, this is really hard.
2: This I'm trying to think of like what movie even came out shortly after
1: 1999, right? Is that what we said?
0: That was I'm when she said when that I- it was yeah, conceived. That's
1: when the idea formed yeah. over Right. A lunch break. So it could have come out like later. Or earlier. What do you mean earlier? It can't come out earlier.
0: It could have been earlier than the answer that she gave. Maybe by oh. five years.
1: Also true, because I get my ears mixed up sometimes. Okay, then sometimes. maybe Aladdin?
0: That would be no. Mm. So I'm going to go ahead and give you the right answers. I think after the third one, you're going to get it. So... Ah, I got Actually, go maybe wrong. the first one. Who knows? So the main human character was voiced by one of the story artist's daughters. I didn't give an actual name, but I'm sure the information's out there somewhere. It was conceived in 1994, and the actor that turned down Buzz Lightyear was Billy Crystal. What movie are we talking about?
1: Oh, we, uh, oh, oh. I wasn't thinking on that answer.
0: Yeah, that's, tough. That's, a weird, that's a weird role.
1: Whoopsies. You got this, Danielle.
2: No, because I don't remember what Billy Crystal was in.
0: What comedian was eager? (laughs) Oh, no. Again, when I say I'm bad at actors,
2: I can tell you about the character. I can tell you about everything else, but I cannot. I know the name. I just cannot put a face or a voice with the name at all right now.
0: What if he had a very striking face with a glaring characteristic?
2: That didn't help me at all, my guy. <laughs> um,
0: well, I can—I literally can hear people screaming at home listening to this.
2: Oh, I know they are. I know. it. I can feel it. I'm on this side of the microphone, and I can feel them. And even,
0: oh, gosh. Um, I'm screaming over here just uh, listening to it in the production studio. No.
2: <laughs> are you serious? Stop. Why am I having such a moment then? I can't remember. Can I hum, um, can I
0: hum something for you? Maybe it'll give it away. Sure. Bum ba na na na
2: Monsters Inc. Really?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Billy Crystal was Mike Wazowski.
1: I definitely got the. <laughs> I, I, I misheard the last question to everybody listening, so I'm sorry. I didn't know that it was the actual comedian. I did know Billy Crystal voiced Mike Wazowski, so sorry, everybody. Um, I, I, I misheard the last question. It's okay. Goodness. I mean, I, my voice my is Venus. also
0: wrecked right now, so we'll blame it on that.
1: No, no. Just, I just. I was like not thinking clearly.
2: What are you talking about? They're not yelling at you. They're yelling at me because I couldn't get Mike Wazowski and uh, Monsters Inc. Come on, that that is true.
0: They are yelling at you.
2: You just needed a little tune
1: to get you back on track. You know, again, that's what we're here for. Give me a random like
2: picture clip of like a blur of a spot of color in the background, and I can tell you the movie. I just can't tell you who voiced the characters. Yep,
1: I gotcha. I
0: gotcha. So let's move on. It's time to ask Danielle some questions about her movie. This movie oh. is based on a book by what author? Um,
2: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of an author of a book. Um, pass. I don't know. That's fine. That's fine. I, can't, I can't think of that's one. A hard, that's
0: a hard one. Next question. Where does the movie predominantly take place?
2: On a deserted island.
0: Very good. And to make this movie as realistic as possible, what was shipped to the set from all over the world?
2: Live Animals.
0: Okay, so based on that, what do you think, Megan, what movie are we talking about?
1: Live Animals on a deserted island. Oh, God. Oh, God.
0: Do you you hear Um, that? Do you hear that, Danielle? That's the sound of everyone screaming at her now.
1: I don't
2: know. (laughs) I I don't think people would necessarily associate that because I think a lot of people have in their minds like an animated movie. No, this is a live action Disney
1: movie. Deserted island? It's, But it's not animated. Oh my god.
0: Well, let me give you the correct answers. Okay. This movie was based on a book by Johan David Wyss. The movie predominantly takes place in the East Indies, which is modern-day Indonesia. And to make this movie as realistic as possible, they shipped in 500 animals, including 8 dogs, 2 giant tortoises, 40 monkeys, 2 elephants... Six ostriches, four zebras, one hundred flamingos, six hyenas, two anacondas, and a partridge and a pear tree. But not the not the last one, I made that one up. <laughs> okay.
2: Um They as... ride the ostriches in
0: this movie.
1: They ride ostriches? They sure do. Who does? <laughs> <on>. They
0: does? <laughs> they does.
1: <laughs> Oh man!
0: I think it's time. This is
1: a hard one.
0: Danielle, do you want to tell her what it is?
2: Swiss Family
1: Robinson. Said, oh, That's right. God. Okay.
2: See, and I couldn't say I like, "Oh that. yeah, your treehouse is about to be rethemed back to them." Like, I
1: couldn't go back in and say that. But I know. I, I, the The only the only word I needed was treehouse, and I would have gotten it. But I haven't seen that, um, and I did not know that that took place. It, East uh, in the East, the East Indies East? in Indonesia. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. Okay.
0: All right, so our next category is going to be foods. It's time to ask Megan some questions.
2: We better get this one, Megan. <laughs> I really you, hope you so. You better get
0: this one for sure. That's the That yeah. is it. All right, so here yeah. we go. What type of pastry is this treat made from?
1: Uh. Uh. Pastry.
0: Uh, uh pastry. Is that your final answer? Ann? Yeah. <laughs> Donut. In what continent did these treats originate?
1: Continent?
0: Continent, yes.
1: North America?
0: Okay. And then mm-hmm. the final question. They are named after their visual similarities to the horns of what animals? So maybe you won't get these answers, honestly. <laughs>
1: um, horns of a what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> these treats, we'll call them, look very similar to the horns of what animal? Uh, this is a time maybe think about some clever type of clue that you could give her that would lead her to it.
1: Uh, unicorn.
0: <laughs> well, that's not, not horrible. So what do you think, Danielle? What food are we talking about?
2: Well, that didn't help me none. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe <laughs> a churro? Let's go! You did Woo. it. It was a unicorn, wasn't it? <laughs> well, no, actually, it's donut. I was trying to like oh, okay, because yeah, okay. there for the longest time, I was like, okay, it's it's kind of like it fries similar to a donut, and uh, when it's actually like in a deep fryer, so that's what I, that's what I thought of originally. So the one that you thought didn't help you is the one that helped me the
1: most. <laughs> So interesting. <laughs> good. Well, I'm glad. Good, good. Yay. Okay, good. Because well, as soon
2: as you said cone or, or like uh, horn, I thought waffle cone. And I'm like, no, that is not a good Disney snack. So that cannot be it. It's an incomplete Disney
1: snack.
0: So the type of Yay. pastry that they are made from is called a shoe pastry. It's where the egg is, Sh- is added later on in the mixing process. That's what makes the mm-hmm. the fluffy okay. texture like a French crawler or something as well. But that's what that ah. comes from. The continent in which these trees originated is Europe. They came from Spain and oh. Portugal.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. So.
0: And the animal that they're named after is called the churra sheep. Sheep. Churra okay. sheep. Yeah. So. Oh, because
2: go. some some churros are actually like uh, circular. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Not the Disneyland versions. Just the the traditional.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So here we go. This is the last one of this round and this game. These are for Danielle. The answer. This snack was first served in Disney World in what year?
2: Uh, Oh, gosh. I literally just did something about this. Um, 1985.
0: And what day is acknowledged as the national day to celebrate this treat?
2: Oh, gosh. Um, July 20th.
0: (laughs) Okay. And uh, what flavors does this treat come in you can list as many as you'd like or as few as you'd like
2: it contains a uh, pineapple vanilla sometimes a strawberry um th- those are the like the core ones and then they get they get creative other ones also
0: that's true so what do you think megan what are we talking about dole whip that's it
2: Uh, I just did a whole history thing about the original, uh, how Dole Whip originated not too long ago. I think I did that back in the uh, beginning of summer. So remind me again, when was it? Go through the answers for me, Chris.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dole Whips were first served in Disney World in 1984. Oh, I was was close. close. Yeah, the day their uh, their national holiday, I guess, is the third Thursday in July. So the twentieth could have been correct, depending on Ooh, the calendar okay. situation you got. And flavors, you know, pineapple, cherry, mango, lemon, watermelon, orange, raspberry, well, strawberries, and stuff. There's all kinds of flavors. With quite a lips. few, yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Wow! Mm-hmm. I did better than that be I nice. anticipated. Yes! Yay! Look at Chris coming in with the hard games and questioning me about Larry the Cable Guy, and I'm making up fake news about this about this uh, <laughs> person.
0: Did you think that you'd be talking about Larry the Cable Guy in this detail on a Disney podcast? Or
2: I mean, I do, I do, I did reference Larry the Cable Guy as one of my favorite spiels for uh, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. I just didn't realize I would have to be talking about him not in his character personas,
1: if that makes sense.
0: Daniel Whitney. Now we all know. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. That was the game.
1: Thank you, Chris. Yay, that was you, fun. Chris. I like that one.
2: Nice. All right. Speaking of ending our game on the topic of snacks,
1: I um, know. What I, we, I, I feel like we need to
2: give <laughs> a, we need to give a warning. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the portion of our podcast where, if you are currently hungry or you are getting hangry, I do suggest you pause right now and get yourself a snack because we are going to be talking a lot about Disney World, Disneyland, snacky foods. So, if if we're if we're going to start talking about these you're going to be your mouth might be wandering by the time we're done talking about our just even our top five so um this is your warning now if you need to go ahead and pause do so now and get yourself a snack so you're not hungry as we're talking about these things
1: yep i'm already like salivating just looking at my list so this Uh, this is well for for the 10 through 5 top disney sacks and now okay, time, I now, think of we need Meghan to also
2: <laughs> explain to the peoples, right? Of what, yes. what 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 are we counting as a Disney snack, right? Yeah. Because I
1: feel like this is well, every everybody's opinion is different. Everyone's opinion is different. There are obviously a large amount of snacks to choose from, uh, and we have multiple parks to choose from too. Mm-hmm. So uh i i think we are allowed to include both parks here that's my that's my that's my feel that uh, i would never want to exclude walt disney world i know and yes you know disneyland uh, tends to have the better food um gonna say that right now it's true but (laughs) but world has amazing food as well and uh, i do have i have one included in my list here so okay so it's got we've we've Included it as something that's not from a sit-down restaurant. Is that correct? It's, it's yes. You can take it to go. You can eat and walk with it, but it's not something that you would order at a sit-down restaurant.
2: Right, and it can it can either okay. be a sweet treat, it can be something more savory, it can it can fall yes. into different categories of that. Um, but yes, it kind of has to be grab-and-go food, so or something that you can easily split with multiple people. Um, or what what else did we say about the snacks? Oh, I my list in particular, none of my items are seasonal. They stick around all year round, uh, because I don't want people like like I do have some seasonal snacks that are my favorite. For example. Uh, during Christmas time here at Walt Disney World they have at the gingerbread house that they sell in the Grand Floridian Resort they have the peppermint bark that's made by um, the cast members there and it's one of my favorites however I'm not going to include that because that is only available a couple weeks out of the year and uh, i wear this list I wanted to make sure that hey these are something that you guys can go and enjoy all year round and you can start planning your trip for and hopefully it'd be our luck we talk about these and then the menu changes or something like that
1: but Uh, These are things that stick around all year round so everybody
2: can enjoy. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yep. Agreed. This is. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, no seasonal. uh, Yeah. This is something that you will find at the parks. uh, Nine times out of 10, you are there. So
2: now some of these items have variations that will have seasonal versions, but we'll we'll get into those once we get once we get over there. So Megan, do you want to start us off with your top 10?
1: Absolutely. I can. I cannot tell you, but I can't tell you how hard this was to order in one through 10. I put all my favorite snacks down and I was like, oh my gosh, I feel snacking. so bad for putting <laughs> things higher than I thought they would be, but that's just the truth. It's just the truth. That's what I got to do. Sorry. Um, so let's yep. start with number 10. And I think a lot of people are going to be surprised by this because I do talk about it quite a bit in my Tik Um It's the jalapeno cheese pretzel at from Refresh, you can find it at Refreshment Corner in Disneyland or Bayside Brews in California Adventure. Oh. And it does have variations to it for some of the holidays, like for Halloween right now. It's got hot Cheetos all over it, and um, wow. it's like this big red pretzel. Uh, it for me, it uh, right now I can't really have it because I'm doing a fitness thing and it's annoying because I really want it. But um, <laughs> for me, it was something that I could go to the parks and eat like a lot. I, I, oh God, I, did it a lot. Like in the years after COVID, I would have it. I think once every trip because it was just a lovely comfort food for me. It had the tiny bit of jalapeno kick, but not so spicy that I couldn't eat it. And whenever I'd get it from, I think it was refreshment corner. They always made them really well. So um, I still love mm. it. I will be having one when all this is said and done, and I'm done with my my old diet routine. But yeah, there it is at number 10 for me. Yes.
2: We have a version of it here at Walt Disney World, but it's only available in like one or two spots. And I think one of them is over near uh, in Hollywood Studios near Rock and Roller Coaster. That's one of the only carts you can get it from. And it's not I don't even know if it's the same, Uh, but Mm -hmm. it it does have a little bit of spice to it, but it's not overwhelming. It's the pepper pepper jack pretzel. Yes. That's the one that we have. I think Yes. Yeah. So w- yeah. we'll take what we can get. It's a version of it, but yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, the Disneyland version is much better, I will be honest.
1: Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and I, I have yet to try that one, by the way. Yeah. What is... Get uh, on, Miss Nathan. What's your number 10, Danielle? <laughs> My number 10, I cannot
2: <laughs> pronounce um, because it's over in the... Uh, it's over in the France Pavilion of Epcot, right? And they have... Uh, there's two different sections when you go – so like Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is off to the right of the pavilion and you have to go into the back. It is not the crepery. I, I do not like crepes personally. I'm not a big crepe girl. I mean some some mm-hmm. people are definitely crepe girlies. I am not. Um, but if you go over to the left yep. side, they have the bakery, which I do love most of the things. I did write down a couple things on my list for over there. However, I will say it is not my – like. It would be in like the the upper part of the list that would probably go to the Patreon episode if we if we do a Patreon episode on this topic. But <laughs> um mine is actually the ice cream shop there before it. And oh my gosh, I cannot pronounce it for the life of me, but uh croquet glace, maybe? Um, but is basically mm-hmm. okay. maybe I was maybe I was close, but it is if they take a brioche bun, right, they cut it open. They put it on this little like waffle warmer thing. And then you get to choose an ice cream flavor and a syrup, right? So then they take the ice cream and now the, I, the there's some combos that are awful. Some people swear by some of these combos. No, you are all wrong. The perfect combo that I say anyway, unless you're allergic to coconut, this is not going to be good for you, but it is the coconut white chocolate. You do a scoop of the coconut white chocolate, and then you take, they have a raspberry drizzle that they put over top of it. And then they Ooh. close the brioche bun and they heat it up. So the outside of the brioche is warm and the inside is cold. And so when you bite into it, it is this carby sweet little <laughs> perfectness that you have to be able to eat also in one setting and like, cause it, it will get messy. But oh, Perfect perfect combo: the coconut white
1: chocolate and the raspberry sauce is the one to go to. So that that made my number ten. That sounds absolutely delicious, and I must say, I have yet to have one in Epcot, and because the line's always so long. I know, yeah, it's it's it was long last time we were there. I always gravitate towards the festival foods, which I'm there. I'm usually there for a festival, and I, I forget that there's you know. The food in the pavilions that you can have no matter what any time of year so that's that's what happens And i am also i tend to be drinking around the world a little bit so um i forget (laughs) to eat sometimes just bad do not forget to do that when you're partaking in um the drinky drinks so uh yeah i i will try it the next time i'm there that is on my list for sure all right sounds like a plan Mm -hmm. what about number nine Number nine. Number nine is from Walt Disney World for me. It's from my favorite food park, Animal Kingdom. And it is <gasps> the barbecue pulled pork mac and cheese from Flame Tree Barbecue. Uh, this is a must every time I'm there. It's just the most indulgent little tray that you could get at from this place. Mobile order is available. And it's really good mac and cheese, really good pulled pork just plopped right on top. Barbecue mm-hmm. sauce, a little bit of uh, coleslaw. And it is just so good. I w- literally downed it in within fifteen minutes last time because I was so excited. Uh yeah. So that's that's my favorite little snack to take with you when you, it's actually like kind of right when you go inside, right into the park. It's on your right from yes. the Tree of Life. And uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's one that of my favorite. A,
2: a great option, and actually, it it. Again, another one that's close up, but higher up on the list for me. But I got so excited because you said Animal Kingdom. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, my number nine is also from Animal Kingdom. However, Yay. it is not from uh Flame Tree Barbecue. And I was like, oh, man. Uh Mine's actually from Satuli Canteen over in Pandora.
1: Oh, OK. Now
2: they this is this is a quick service location and i do love their teriyaki bowls but i do consider that more of a meal option so yeah. for me though it is they have these things over there called cheeseburger pods <gasps>
1: I love those. I've had those. <laughs>
2: they are these little, like, bow like, bun things that have, like, cheeseburger flavoring on the inside. And it, they do have it on the kids' menu, which you can order the kids' menu version and it comes, like, one. And I there's, think there's an option where you can order two also. And that... It's so good. Like sometimes so you good. just, you're really craving it. And that's what you go toward. That's the one thing I usually crave whenever I'm there. Um, and I'll try, you just do a quick mobile order pickup. You grab, you just have it real quick. And that, I consider that a snack, even though it could be a meal for some people. So yes, that, that is my number nine. I love
1: how number nine is holding it strong over there at Animal Kingdom hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Satuli Canteen. So Flame Treat Satuli Canteen are actually like two of my favorite quick service spots. I love Satuli yes. for the variety of their dishes and the hamburger pods. I have had those were very good. So I love that that's your number nine. It's like, just one of the
2: in a weird way. It
1: feels like one of the healthier food options in a Disney park. Yeah. Yeah. Because they have it,
2: bowls. Yeah, it, it's a perfect little bowl servings. And when you eat it, you don't feel like it's weighing you down for the day. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So it, we we suggest that as a great food option for if you are going to Walt Disney World and you're going to Animal Kingdom, check out Satouli Canteen's menu Um, because you, it, it is a good middle of the day food lunch option that's not going to weigh you down, but it's going to be very filling. 100 percent.
1: Yep. Yes. Agreed. Love Both of King our too. seal of approval. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Okay, let's go to number eight. I, okay, so I put number eight, and I feel like I had to put these on here because they're just they're just amazing and a staple of GCA. It's the Siberia Tacos from Casino Cucamonga Ooh. in California Adventure. They are so, they're so good. The consomme that they come with that you dip the tacos in is, like, it's just delicious. They are very indulgent. They're a little bit greasy. Um, just that's the way that they're cooked. And, yeah, what what can I say? They're just the perfect little, like, two tacos that you get, perfect little snack. You can carry it with you or sit down. Um, but, yeah, they're they're that good. And there's a reason people talk about them all the time. Cause, and there's also a reason they've stuck around, like, permanently on the menu. Um, Cause people because people are like, if just... you
2: touch my tacos, I yeah. will come for you.
1: <laughs> that's right. That's right.
2: See I that's one thing I didn't get to try because I was so focused on uh trying like the the bread bowls and stuff over there in that mm-hmm. area that I was I, I didn't even focus on the tacos or whatnot so I will that is on my list for next time I am in Disneyland so well hopefully that is something I could try. Yes,
1: yeah, highly recommend it's you can mobile order them they they're always there and it's they just there's a great go to snack so oh, good. love those things. But what about you, Danielle? let's hear your number eight. Well, number eight for me, okay, so
2: I put down vaguely just the spring roll cart, right? Because there are multiple items at the spring roll cart here at Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom that I, uh, it does change seasonally. So for the longest time, they do have a cheeseburger egg roll. Right. I mean, the mm-hmm. cheeseburgers, man, I didn't realize cheeseburger pops up so much on my pods uh, and <laughs> spring rolls. <laughs> cheeseburger, but in a different form <laughs> is what, what yes. my eight and nine are. But uh, so they have they also have a couple of other seasonal ones, too, that change out. They had one for the 50th anniversary that is gone. Uh, mm-hmm. They have a new one, I think. Uh, I haven't actually tried the new one yet. That's, it just literally showed up maybe a, a month or so ago. Oh, nice. Okay. And I need to go try that one. But they've had other versions, too, of, like, they've had a pizza spring roll. And they've mm-hmm. also had, like, a barbecue... Oh, what is it? A, a barbecue chicken, maybe? Something Ooh. like that. But okay. so, but the cheeseburger one's the one that sticks around all the time. So if you're going to go try one, try that. It is a little greasy. You, it comes with two of them. You can have one, and you can have a bite with somebody else, or you can just hog them for yourself, whatever you want to do. And some sometimes they just... It's that snack that hits it when you need it the most. And now I think some people are confused of where this cart is located. It is when you're heading towards the castle, you turn left towards Adventureland. It is right there to the right of the Adventureland sign. Mm-hmm. And that is the cart where the spring rolls. And they do close at a certain time. So do pay attention. They're not open until the late wee hours of the park being open. But uh, it' a great
1: little snacky snack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And another one that I have yet to try. And I've, I've done my I've tried my hardest to be there and just and go to the car wait in the line. But for some reason, the timing has never worked out where I could either stand in the line for that long, or they closed early, right? Right. So uh, but it's definitely on my my list to try one of my goals, because I've I've heard so many great things about them. So next time I'm there, and it is some happening. people
2: really love them. And some people don't like them. Some people think they are overhyped.
1: Yeah. They are one of those weird foods.
2: So um, go. So if you're listening, you want to go try that just bear this in mind i have heard that
1: as well i'm definitely trying them next time though okay (laughs) not even a question (laughs) i will wait whatever it takes um all right so number seven for me and i feel like is just another classic snack from the disneyland resort and also disney world it's dole whip it's Ah. there you really can't go wrong with a dull whip no matter what form it comes in the float just the soft serve the different flavored soft serves I really like this lovely parfait that they do at Disneyland at Tropical Hideaway where they put chamoy and tahini all over it and a little bit of fruit pieces as well as a dried uh, I believe it's a dried mango they put in it Mm. it's just it's so good that is a Disneyland thing. We do have is a land we thing. do have Dole
2: Whip over here in Disney World also, which is we have very similar menus and whatnot. But the whole like tahine thing, that is strictly a California thing. I don't know. We don't. We just don't do that here <laughs> in Disney World.
1: <laughs> it is yes yes indeed. It's definitely become part of the uh, the snack culture over here for sure. Yes, uh, as well as the chamoy, That's just the sauce kind of version of it. And it's, it's just pairs well, it pairs so well with pineapple and mango. I think they do have a mango flavored Dole Whip in there too. Mm. But honestly, just a regular Dole Whip is great and like wonderful on any day. So classic staple, no matter what classic coast you're on. Yep. Very true. Had to be uh, top 10 for sure.
2: Yes, I, I, yeah. I see. I'm I'm so bad. I did not include it in my top 10. That's another that's one okay. that's also on the top of the list. But I'm glad you mentioned it. So I can be like, no, they're <laughs> good on both coasts. But there are different variations for each coast. <laughs> yes. Yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. But well, okay, for, so what's
1: your number seven then?
2: My number seven is over on your coast also. And, you know, I look at look at my list, right? I realize there's some things I just really enjoy. And there are. A lot of bread and a lot of cheese, man. I lo- I love some bread and some <laughs> cheese. And when those two loves can come together, that is my favorite. So number seven for me is from Cozy Cone, and it is the Cozy Cone Bacon Macaroni and Cheese. Yes.
1: Um.
2: And it cut like y'all. Th- th- this is a oh my gosh! It's not. It's almost like a a Pillsbury dough, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like a and
1: the croissant thing or the, yeah. the little yeah. Yes, cre- crescent crescent rolls. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. it's like a crescent
2: yeah. roll, and it's wrapped up into a shape of a cone. So you, uh, that is your bowl when you eat your macaroni and cheese. And so this is a great snack option. You can take it on the go, but honestly, I am inhaling it too fast. I need to sit down so I don't drop anything by accident. And I still think about this macaroni and cheese every once in a while, and it is glorious. It just it's oh, so good. I just really like <laughs> macaroni and cheese. <laughs> It's very good.
1: Yeah. And this is over in Cars Land, y'all. Yes. And that is a staple of Cars Land and really of DCA. It is a fan favorite for sure. Right now during the holidays or during Halloween, it's being served as a spicy cone. So it's got hot Cheeto dust over the top. And it's pretty good if you like a little bit of kick. But uh, yeah, the bacon mac and cheese cone is a definitely a fan favorite and also just cozy cone in general i mean they also have a chili con queso which i really enjoy and then for the mm-hmm. holidays they have the best thing in the entire park, which is the pesto the chicken pesto cone um and Ooh. i i have vouched many times for that to stay year-round but it hasn't and that's okay <laughs> Interesting. I haven't tried that one yet. I'll have to add that to the list too. Oh yes, if you're coming for the holidays, Danielle, we will introduce you to the pesto cone because many a holiday snacky snack. (laughs) Oh yes, many a holiday snack.
2: (laughs) Well, what about our? Well, I guess before we jump into our number six options, Mm -hmm. y'all, we and we are going to leave y'all on a cliffhanger, and as because I know we've gotten you really hungry right now, we can't (laughs) we can't divulge all of our favorite snack secrets right off the bat. So we will be saving those for the next episode. Um, Uh, of our five through one so thank you again for listening for so long and make sure you are following us on the uh disney pod uh disney countdown podcast at on the instagram on the socials all that other good stuff and myself the dapper danielle and the magical millennial underscore for miss megan uh, on the instagram TikToks, and all that other good stuff so i now that now that we got all that business done and out of the way and what is what is your number six option miss megan
1: (sighs) my number six and um oh yeah this is i'm happy I'm, I'm happy about this one because she's been a hot topic this year it is the breakfast chimichanga in frontierland Ooh. i had to include a breakfast option or breakfast item on my list and it's of course was the chimichanga the one that sought after so heavily in the morning people I've rope dropped this and I'm sure a couple people have rope dropped this specific food item just over right next to Big Thunder. There's a stand there. They serve these hot and fresh And you got to get the side of green salsa. Okay, I I know if you like red salsa, that's fine. It comes in the little packets, but the green salsa, it does cost, I think, a little over a dollar extra. It's worth it. You get a ton of green sauce or green salsa. Just pour it over the top or dip it in whatever, you know, whatever you like. And it's just it's so good. Like' you got you got the egg, you got your sausage. I believe there's a little potato in there, and it is quite literally the the heartiest breakfast, one of the hardiest breakfasts you can get to go, so. All of I our friends so have been definitely. talking about it. I think, Bigot, you kind of
2: introduced everybody to this.
1: Which and... is so funny because it's been around forever. And the reason I wanted to go get it in the beginning was because I had been watching so many influencers before me try it in years past. And um, I think it was Disney Hungry. Shout out to Jenny at Disney Hungry because she was literally the first influencer I ever followed. And she had talked about it so long in uh, 2019 and, and prior to that. Um, and then it popped up again after COVID. And I was like yeah we're gonna we're gonna go get that thing it does it only is served between the hours of 8 and 10 30 and it does usually sell out by 10 30 or before 10 30 so i do recommend if you want to go try it i would get in line as early as possible
2: so you're saying the late night babes like me are gonna struggle trying to get over there in time to be like, go try <laughs> that it. is that is that is correct
1: daniel unfortunately there is no breakfast chimichanga served at 9 p.m sadly
2: wait in the Okay, I am demanding that if, if anybody <laughs> in the Disney food realm is listening to our podcast, I demand a breakfast in the middle of the night option because that sometimes that just hit different, right? I know. I and know. And if, if they do like a, they could do like a late night hot, hot and ready, right? So kind of like um Krispy Kreme donuts, so they had the hot light on and whatnot for their donuts you go through and you pick them up and pick those up. Um, they need that for the chimichanga or the mm-hmm. the whatever it is. And do that, like, a late night version, but only from, like, 8 to 9 o'clock.
1: Yeah. Yep. That would be so good. That would be amazing. I love breakfast for dinner or a late night snack. Or Yeah.
2: Just potatoes and sausage
1: are great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a really well, good idea.
2: <laughs> um, mine is also in Disneyland, but it's actually over in the California Adventure side. Because, again, I just really like carbs. It's really what it boils down to. And... <laughs> my number six is the mickey sourdough bread that perfect <gasps> perfect little dough boy that he is and yes i'm saying that the giant loaf that's as big as my head is is a snack because i will literally just tear off an ear and i'll just go ah just bite into it and then uh I, I we save it when we did last time which i think was very very smart is we brought a thing of cheese with us and some like uh, like pre made like microwavable breakfast sausage or bacon into the hotel Ooh. room. And the first day we went to California Adventure, we picked up the uh, Mickey sourdough giant loaf and we brought it back to the hotel room. After we did share an ear, we didn't we did split the ear. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we cut up the rest of him and he was our breakfast sandwiches for the next two days. Smart uh, and just he was so good. It was so good. So I highly suggest that to y'all. Um, if you ever are coming to Disney World and you want to figure out how to become one of Danielle's best friends, just bring with you a Mickey sourdough roll. And uh, yes, I I am very easily swayed by food. So
1: (laughs) Super smart. Super smart. You got a little food hack there. Boudin definitely makes the best sourdough. And I'm so glad that they're still there making all their bread over in San Francisco. But that is is a really good food hack. I love that. You can just... Make a it's sandwich. not
2: Mickey-shaped, but did you know that Boudin from California also does a monthly bread subscription? I Someone told me that, and I think that's amazing. And it's seasonal, too. So, like, I think during the month of November, they actually make a, a sourdough bread roll that's shaped like a turkey. <laughs> and it can be delivered so nice. to your home. And, okay, <laughs> I'm actually... Dapper mom and dad, I know you're listening to the podcast right now. That is on my Christmas list. Order for me the turkey next year. <laughs> I want the bread subscription for from Boudin. So, um, I don't ask for much. You just put the subscription note in my stocking, and I will be so happy. <laughs>
1: That is incredible. Wow. I'm going to look into that because that would be nice to get a delivery of bread.
2: <laughs> yeah, or even just as a, like
1: a Christmas gift for someone as we're talking as a about gift. Yeah. Uh, the
2: holiday season coming up. Like, hey, give the gift of bread. Yes. I, I love that.
1: <laughs> I, it's everybody's best friend bread yes
2: <laughs> well uh, now megan i'm gonna have to go get a snack myself because i am hungry as we've been talking about all of these so uh again thank you all so much for listening <sighs> until the very end of the episode i'm sorry if we made you hungry again i already pre-warned you earlier before we started our countdown that you should have gotten yourself a snack before you listened and you did. but uh thanks y'all
1: again for listening in this has been great this is, yeah, I, this is so fun. Obviously, the food list is a really, really fun one to do for both of us. And be sure to tune in next week on our next episode, guys. We will be counting down our top five Disney snacks, and we will also have a very special guest joining us. You may know him from one of my favorite Disney Channel shows, Good Luck, Charlie. It's Bradley Stephen Perry. He will be on the show with us counting down his top snacks. And I hear he's a little bit of a foodie himself and also just a wonderful man, so we are very excited to have him on and chatting some Disney food with him. Oh, for sure. I wonder if he
2: actually has any, like, secret recipes, because if he is the foodie guy and he's doing this whole cooking thing, I wonder if he has any secret recipes of how to recreate any of these Disney snacks. So well, I'll be interested to... to hear his opinion on some of these items and if for those that don't know or are not familiar again this is a disney channel show he uh a, an icon on the disney channel era of like the i would say like 2010 to like uh like 20 15 uh, the like 16 yeah
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that that specific era of Disney Channel, which is so funny that like we have these yeah. eras in mind of each of these little of Disney Channel and whatnot. But he was very iconic in that Disney Channel area, and he played Gabe yes. on Good Luck Charlie. So if you know him, stick around, and we will see y'all for the next episode, and we'll oh, yeah. be diving into that. And until then, have a very magical day and night. Night, sleep tight, dream maturos tonight. I wonder if I can get some sourdough bread, like, from the grocery store down here. That sounds really good right now. Probably.
1: I feel like, I think I have some in the cupboard. I I need a sandwich. sandwich. (laughs) Oh, yes. Let's go get sandwiches. (laughs) I'm down.